Howdy doody. Uh, you know. I did everything right and they indicted me. That's, <laughs> I became worse. That's that's all I gotta say for myself. Elon. They indicted me. Yep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> How does he talk like that? I don't it's know. Like just dried out my throat in it. You can you can tell though that he's in his element. I did everything right, and they indicted me. Like he's playing in the space with with them. He just lost his calling as a stand-up. Yeah. Like imagine yeah. the 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 Spider Verse, like the multiverse version, you know, where <laughs> Trump just became a stand-up. Um, today's episode sponsored by spider-man uh <laughs> what's the newest one into the spider verse uh, in, like into across the, spi- the spider verse uh oh yeah across the spider uh, is it oh now i'm i feel like they're naming as a above little because the, they're gonna they do like, every direction they're gonna be yeah, above it's the spider verse across the spider verse okay within the spider-verse they had like into the spider-verse and then apparently the next one is called beyond the spider-verse and i just want to say like please pick a different name (laughs) naming scheme like that's just confusing you know (laughs) it's hard it's because it's so hard to know which one you're talking about you know imagine if it was like star wars episode one into the star war across the star war (laughs) beyond the star Actually, you know, that's pretty good. It's just like how they did with the live action ones, how they did like Far From Home and No Way Home. It's like, I get, like I get that there's a theme, but also like it helps for these to be unambi- not ambiguous, you know? Maybe that's, maybe it's just, that's like a, a Sony, a Sony thing. Do you know what I mean? Like Sony yeah. than a Sony, you know? Right. So. I like it. PlayStation in, in that vein, 5. <laughs> yeah, it's just. E, E, E. Whatever happened to articles? You know, if if you notice this, friendo, I I don't know. I we we don't really have any articles to read on this episode, and that's because um I don't know. There's fewer and fewer good articles. I think because all the good article sites keep getting shut down or or made worse. I think yeah, like at some point, like and the the only ones remain are bad ones you know that are like uh you know it's like six articles on transphobia and then one that's like a roundup of the top toasters <laughs> it's it's all that stuff that's but like all every site is run by jim spamfeller now yeah and it's just like a bunch of seo junk and um jim spam fellow am i right right yeah, and and there's no more articles. People don't remember how to read. What you know? I used to just love to relax and recline and 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 thumb I even, through I a tried, good article. I can't. I can't read. This the thing is. Um, some folks have sent me an article that I've been meaning to to read, and I just mm-hmm. have not been able to read it. Um, because I am pathetic. Um, but it's I about know. private I, equity. I will <laughs> read it. The thing is, I have to like create the right conditions. Uh, for me to read it and that's it's difficult. difficult things are things are things are kind of crazy right this now this is a long article i'm scrolling forever this is a very long article i don't know like you live in ohio smoke from canada is flooding into i have you. a short it's... attention span and <clears throat> a lot of things to worry myself about that's just you know? that's just how things are now of days that's not funny so you know <laughs> This anyway. is kind of how it is. Yeah. Um. I w- let's let's start out <clears throat> with the. I, I feel like this is the opposite. Front. Yeah. This might be a shorter episode, but you know, that doesn't They'll mean it's going to be a bad get. one. You know what? If yeah. you're mad about it, unsubscribe. Sorry to lose you as a listener. I don't care. <laughs> you know, like it makes no difference to me whether we have 51 or 50 subscribers. Like, get lost. Yeah. I don't care. Right. I don't care. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I, actually, this show would be better if we had no listeners. Because then we could say whatever we wanted and we'd never have to worry about it. Really, when you think about it, now more than ever, the listener is the problem. That's what's getting in the way. <laughs> this, this podcast now is intervention with the listener. <laughs> listener, you are listening to too many podcasts. Yeah. Uh, unsubscribe. You need to log off, touch grass, <laughs> Go you know, touch grass. Uh, make your bed. <laughs> um things of that nature yeah 
<laughs> well, you're really making an intellectual point that we need to go into yeah, at some point. I mean, but, um, not to essentialize, but I am correct. <laughs> oh. Another one. So this first snack from the comestibles corner mm-hmm. is um is a new you know the last time we did this i had a snoop dog snack right. one, of the, one of the wrap snacks from snoop dog and it was delicious and oddly enough somebody at work randomly you know because they knew i was a guy they could tell this guy appreciates a good gas station snack and they right. were like i just you I radiate just, that sort of vibe Right. They, they're like, you know, they're staying in an Airbnb because their home's getting um, redone after some flood damage. And they mm. live they they're staying right next to one of these same gas stations where I get these snacks. It's like they've opened up another one across town and they have the same sort of inventory. And he was like, I just have you tried wrap snacks? And I'm like, oh, buddy. Oh, yeah, buddy, I have I? And he's like, yeah. have you tried the Snoop Dogg? I was like, and like, as they're saying it, I'm saying the same one. And it was like, they recognized how good it was, too. So I'm excited to try this new one. This is a Can nacho- I just say, yeah, uh, yeah, I am absolutely astounded by the like rate at which the Rap Snacks company puts out new products. Like, it's this innovation. is where all the innovation in the American economy is. I mean, right listen, now. it's always been this way. It's black America innovating and making everything. And now it's just there's not as many middlemen. That's what rap well, snacks I is mean, giving us. You know what I mean? It's direct yeah, to consumer black culture snacks. They're and just cranking these things out. There's like no lead time or anything. You know, no. it's like, you know, we used to build things in this country, but we still <laughs> do in the form of snacks. <clears throat> Yeah, so this is the Snoop Dogg Nacho, like N-O-C-H-O, so not yo, nachos, Mm. and they're cheddar barbecue. Interesting. So they're like a corn chip, you know, kind of Dorito situation. Um, Smells pretty good. Let's see. Good crunch. Yeah, they are, they have about three times as much flavor powder on them as a Dorito. Like that, there's so uh, much flavor. Yeah, that sounds good to, in my opinion. You know, holy shit, dude! Listen, they're not they're not shortchanging you. Uh, you know, on the flavor. This what happens when a when a rapper, um, and a mogul becomes friends with Martha Stewart because like Mm -hmm. this flavor profile. I would have never thought cheddar barbecue tortilla chip. Well, Mm -hmm. it's banging. Yeah. Highly recommend. Um, okay. <clears throat> Let me clear my palate there. This next one is also a tortilla chip, and is Doritos, um, hot mustard flavor. Oh, that. Um, hmm. Okay. They also had ketchup, but um, I was buying too many things at the gas station. Um, and, and, and the, uh, cute attendant that like, uh, gets like blushes when I <laughs> listen, I'm not going to embarrass her. myself. <laughs> um, I don't, you know what I mean? Like I, yeah, right, I, yeah. I enjoy, I enjoy that she gets flustered by me. So like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna push it. So, um, right. I just got two, uh, yeah. so this is hot mustard, They but like they have a ketchup one. They have a ketchup one, which mm-hmm. I'll try at some point. Oh, whoa. Oh, whew. Like as soon as you open the back, it's like mustard gas uh, mm. coming at you. All right, <laughs> I think that's illegal. <laughs> um, okay. So it's like when they say hot mustard, it's kind of it's not like the Asian style hot mustard that you might get, mm. but it's like yellow mustard plus horseradish. So it's that okay. horseradish. Interesting. Heat. Yeah. Um, I don't know that. I don't know if that's good. I'm trying to decide how I feel about it. Yeah. I think I like it because it's really tangy, and I'm a tangy boy. You mm, know. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm I a sour slut. I love that stuff. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, Andrew. Here we go. Here's the next one. Um, now this this I actually got the same day, but I got at the. Uh, it's not from a gas station I cheated. It's um well, that's it's from uh, yeah. It's from the Asian supermarket. But it's right. banana caramel Kit Kats. This is one of your classic Japanese Kit Kats. Yeah, I've heard I've heard tell a lot of people love these things. Um they did melt a little bit in my car, so 
I don't know how that's going to affect it. I had a coworker a couple years ago went, you know, vacation to Japan and brought back a bunch of Japanese Kit Kats, and we got to have a little sampling party, you know, at the in the break yeah. room kind of thing, and yeah. it was it was pretty good. That's delightful. That's a delightful. Th- I should do that as I'm a little nice here, treat because I'm on the Japan Japan candy store, which you've linked yeah. here, and they have Kit Kat chocolates for coffee break. Like They're specifically specific- meant to be paired with Nescafe cold blend coffee. Gold blend. <laughs> Japan has got the I like Kit that Kat it's like, game on lock. It's like these are Kit Kats for specifically for enjoying with coffee. Don't have them <laughs> for any other purpose. The smell. The smell on these is super strong banana. So let's see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, it tastes exactly like what you say. Mm-hmm. The the caramel doesn't super come through. It's more like a burnt sugary kind of thing, but I think that works like a yeah. like a banana's foster or something. I think um, uh, what you got to look for next time you're there is the matcha flavor. Very good. Highly okay. recommended. So um, this might be controversial. Oh dear! But I don't like matcha. Mm. Um, to me, it, it tastes like grass. Which well. If that's a if it's a salad, I mean yes, that it kind of is. <laughs> I mean it's it's I don't it doesn't do anything for me like uh right. I've never had like legit matcha, mm. um. So maybe maybe I have to do that to 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 understand it in like a Petersonian sense, but right. um I I don't I don't understand the like the underlying thing there. So um, but the, the, those are those are all Sakura pretty good. also a good flavor, yeah. Uh, is that is that the anime character from Naruto? No, that's well, I don't know, but that's the uh, I believe that's Cherry Blossom. Oh yeah, yeah, I think it yeah. is. Um, now you you have something here. Uh, yeah, I so we talked a couple uh, episodes ago, I think, about the Liquid Death and how they have iced tea now. Um, yeah. And I was able to obtain a single of it instead of buying like the twelve pack oh, for forty eight dollars or much yeah. how much it is. <laughs> and I tried it, and it's terrible. It's the worst like prepackaged iced tea I've ever had. Um, I didn't finish it. I just poured it out because that was what it deserved <laughs> was to go straight down the drain. How so. do you ruin iced tea? I don't know. Like I think they try to Lipton sweeten it with agave. Yeah. Oh. Which is not, it didn't, like, they didn't do it right. So it just tasted weird, you oh, know? That's disappointing. Um, yeah, but, so, you know, you know, if you need advice for uh, prepackaged uh, iced teas to get, I can make some much better recommendations. <laughs> Dude, the Arizona price competition, remember how we talked about, mm-hmm. um, they had them on sale at Winco for, like, like, eight, like 80 or 70-something cents? Right now at Albertsons, they've got them on sale. If you buy four, you get them for like 34 cents a piece. That seems almost unsustainable. I don't, I feel like the aluminum in the can is worth that much. The can has to be worth at least that much. Yeah. I, this is like the only anti inflationary thing happening in our economy right now. It's Um, like, listen, we can't keep, this is, we can't keep doing this. You know, it's unsustainable. But I'm like buying tons of those. Like, I mean, I'm drinking it right now is the, the watermelon fruit juice cocktail. And then I'll like, you know, go havies on some, some iced tea. Mm-hmm. you know do like an arnold palmer but with the different flavors and it's it's pretty incredible i'm living yeah. a good life i'm probably um going to get diabetes because of all the sugar but mm. <laughs> i mean so far so good yep. now you've got a thing here that you want my thoughts on and i just yeah, you could um, open this looked up, at please. this this is from the twitter account crimes with food can you describe yeah. what uh what we're looking at here we're looking at a frozen pizza that. Yeah. <clears throat> that is a, a Heinz branded frozen pizza mm-hmm. and it is Heinz beans pizza. That's B with a beans with a Z, a Z yeah. as it were, as they say in merry old England. Mm-hmm. And it, so it's just like a cheese, like a normal pizza where it has Heinz baked beans on top of them. And yeah. I don't think this would be good in any way. No. I would try it. I don't think those are good flavors together. There's um, no chance personally. in hell it's good. Yeah. Because, okay, so first of all, let's talk about the Heinz baked beans. Have you had those before? I have. 
They, yeah. they're every time I try them, I, I just think this is like, um, the worst possible version of the baked bean. It is. Yeah. Not well, good. I mean, they're, they're, you can see why they're popular in Britain. Cause they're basically like baked beans, but blander. It's like someone took a, like a can of Bush's baked beans and then just put in Watered like tomato sauce <laughs> right? and water. Yeah. And it's, uh, they're not good. Um, and they're a starch. Like I can't think of another kind of start, like the same idea. If you put like little potatoes, if you put hash browns on top of pizza, like, well, at least then there'd be some texture. So that's the other thing about these beans. No texture, really. You know, the, they're right. not going to. I don't even think they mush. sell these in the U.S., which is probably good. So for our safety, I think, you know, you know how they're always talking in England. They're like, you can't buy this in England because it's a, it's not real food. It's dangerous. Right. It's it's actually a chemical and it's not allowed here. But they eat it all the time in America. Um. That's true. That's, the beans. This is this is the version in America. We won't have it. The FDA yeah. is like, no. Yeah. We'll let you do all some all kinds of the crazy FDA stuff. FDA is like legally this. that's not beans, you know. Yeah. When I see something like this, all I think is They Allah awaken the people. Like mm. repent, you know, mm-hmm. turn to Allah, cite the Shahada. Yeah. yeah. Like, there plenty this the thing is like there are plenty of things you can put on pizza. You don't need to put beans on there, you know? There's so many. There's know. like a million cookbooks. Like, we've been making pizzas forever. Read the books. Read the manuals. Uh, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not It's not hard. And also, while we're at it, let's talk about pineapple on pizza. Because mm-hmm. apparently this is like the most controversial thing. Even though I think people who see it as controversial are um it, like intensely boring. Um, mm-hmm. And I love pineapple on pizza. It's delicious. Is it my favorite? No, I mean, but it's fine. It's like, it's like a treat. You know what I mean? And if you Mm -hmm. don't like it, that's also fine. You know what I mean? I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to be like, no, we're getting pineapple on the pizza. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like people who care about pizza toppings that much uh, deserve the, the lack of friends that they have, I think. And that's our, that's our stance on it, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm like checking with you. I'm like, oh no, is Andrew this? Is he? No, I do. Yeah. Oh no, no. I'm sorry. I'm just reading that in in uh, Britain, uh, baked beans are, you- are allowed to be sold as a uh, part of a, your recommended consumption of vegetables. <laughs> that is not a vegetable, man. <laughs> I was worried you were staring at. You were getting um, sidetracked by that picture that we, yeah, you were showing well, me earlier again. Yeah. The, the one that made you knock over your your stream deck. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> a little inside baseball for people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, speaking of inside and baseball, um, and not knowing how to do transitions, we've got for sure, man. Our segment for sure, man. This first one, Andrew, I put here. Um, is, uh, is this is like an, like a super white people problem type one. Like you can just tell the, first of all, you can tell that these people look from the title. What can you tell about these people from the title? Uh, am I the asshole for refusing to let my bridesmaid wear her dead mother's favorite color to my wedding? Um, Do you notice anything there? Uh, dead mother's favorite color. What what about the words favorite and color? Oh, they're they're uh this is British spelling. Yeah. Or <laughs> so well, it's you... it's non-American spelling. Yeah. Yeah. So either this person's insanely pretentious or more likely than not they are from the UK. So I, a 31 female, was married to my amazing husband who's 34 male on Friday. Okay, don't need the- to brag. But don't thanks. need to brag. <laughs> the wedding don't was care. smooth. <laughs> Get to the Good point. for you. I'm so happy for you. I love this. I'm yeah. not jealous or anything. Um, the wedding went smoothly, apart from one guest's dress preference, who we'll call Anna. Anna's mother sadly passed away in January this year. Her mother was the light of her life, and since ever since she passed, Anna has been understandably uptight and distant. I have helped Anna throughout her entire grieving time. 
We had been planning this wedding since December and decided we wanted an ocean-themed wedding. My family and I grew up on the seaside and have always been close to the ocean. I made it extremely clear to all my <laughs> bridesmaids that they were to wear blue, a We've coral pink color. close to the ocean. <laughs> Wait, yeah, that's how I like. Well, are you in the ocean, fucking. Um, yeah. <laughs> I made it. Ex- <laughs> I made it extremely clear to all my bridesmaids that they were to wear blue, a coral pinky color, or pastel green. Everyone agreed and seemed to love my choices. Anna's mother always loved the color dark, vibrant purple. Ever since then, Anna would buy everything purple if there was a purple choice. Anna and me went to lunch for a few weeks after the pass after the passing to catch up and support her. At the lunch, Anna asked me if she could please wear a purple dress to my wedding. I'm not crazy about themes usually, but since this wedding was themed to support my family's traditions and of now that tradition is being close to the sea. Mm-hmm. And considering my maid of honor was already going to be wearing a gorgeous pastel blue dress with purple and gold accents, me and my husband, who I decided to call and discuss the idea with him, politely told her that we understand what she's going through, but we really want bridesmaids on theme. To this, she looked hurt and left lunch earlier than expected. This is interesting to me because, like, did she, like, that's a, were there a bunch of people there? The way she says she left lunch earlier than expected, like, yeah. did you just continue having lunch? And she, you just went like, oh, wait, where'd she <laughs> go? Like, well, no, <laughs> that's kind of strange. Anyhow, I hardly heard from Anna until around four weeks after our lunch, despite my attempts at texting, phoning and even knocking on her door. But she continued to shut me off. That was until she texted me, what do you think of these dresses? And displayed many different purple dresses in photos. I kindly reminded Anna that she wouldn't be wearing a purple dress to my wedding. Anna was enraged. I tried to tell her that I understand her feelings, but my wedding is my own special day. To this, she blocked me. (laughs) Jeez. Blocked. Anna unblocked me two days later, apologizing for the way she acted. Well, when the wedding rolled around, Anna showed up in a purple dress. (laughs) I asked her why she had gone against my wishes and that she either had to change or leave. To this, she told me to stop creating a scene and that I was being dramatic and disrespectful. Anna broke out in a screaming match and called me and my family insensitive, selfish bastards. She was escorted out the door screaming. Once the wedding had ended, I received messages from Anna's family, friends, and even Anna. They were all saying how Anna was going through a lot and that I was being an asshole. So am I the asshole for not just letting Anna wear the damn purple dress? <laughs> no. 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 That's so crazy. That's like, like, part of the like social contract when you agree to be a bridesmaid is that like you're gonna be on theme usually and it's like not about you it's about the bride <laughs> if you if you want to wear a purple dress like you can't be a bridesmaid like you just need to attend regularly but if the, i mean it's it's not your wedding if the if the bride says no we have a theme then like suck it up you can yeah, wear this color literally any other day yeah and that's also something that's strange the way people grieve is always interesting for me as someone who went through like a lot of death in my early years so like i had to like was confronted with all these kind of things and it's it's really funny the things people pin to like well my dead mom loved purple so now everything is about the color purple and that's like such a generic and, but, and vague thing to be so invested in. Do you know what I but mean? But then also to be like, oh, you didn't let her wear purple. You're so insensitive. She's going yes! through a lot. And it's like, it's literally not. <laughs> like, it's not about her. Like, it's it's yeah. if she didn't feel she could be the bridesmaid, like, because she's going through it and step down, like, that's also fair. Like, but the fact that she like they're they're just this weird thing about people who need to make everything about them you know yeah right and which is i think what's happening here it's like yeah it's uh unfortunately or fortunately it's super common and it's it's strange it's a hell of a thing to go to a wedding and go to the bride and be like you need to accommodate me and it's like that is not at all how this works (laughs) i just the energy of her like when she was like hey you need to change or leave and she's like you're acting really crazy right now you're you're (laughs) insensitive and selfish it's like no i don't i don't think we're the insensitive selfish ones here (laughs) but i just think this is a 
this is a sitcom plot like just dying to be written so somebody put this in your spec script <laughs> yeah this is like an episode of friends kind of thing or whatever <laughs> it's pretty great um the next thing we've got is a it's a story tweet. that like costanza would tell seinfeld you know? <laughs> yeah it's very she, she wore purple <laughs> um uh, so this is a moving on this is a tweet um and we now enter I the did, tweet uh, sub segment of the segment I did, I did the work i went on i logged into twitter for my weekly twitter login um and this is a tweet from someone called the red-headed libertarian so you know strong start oh, and it's uh, oh and she works for tim pool extremely <laughs> strong start so why don't you describe this little uh this image this meme oh yeah this is a little you know this is like a uh, little stick manny rage comic kind of thing it says uh, um it says uh our government is flying a flag we are prohibited to burn in protest and he's got a nazi flag so it's like a guy up on a cliff like you know yeah. like like pride rock overlooking a crowd and he's got a nazi flag and he's like this is our flag and you can't destroy it. You'll be, you know, you can't protest it. And and the crowd is angry. And then he says, here it is. And it's the pride flag. And the crowd is happy. Uh, I don't <laughs> even like, understand oh. this. <laughs> she, well, she's going to clarify for it because obviously when you post a meme and you feel the need to like elaborate in, in written form afterward, you know, you've done it well. Um, and so she says, both Nazism and pride are state religions. Go ahead and change my mind. <laughs> no, which that's, that's not what a state religion is in either case, like, frankly. What are you talking about? Nazism was a state religion. Like, what? Yeah. What? what? <laughs> so libertarians are continuing to libertary. So that's and then and then she's you know she does the thing where people reply to you obviously being incredulous that you are honestly this stupid <laughs> yeah. um, and so she screenshotted some of these tweets of people saying like I can't imagine going through life being this dense and then she's just quote tweeted them and said see it's a cult and it's like no that's not what that is either <laughs> L- look at it's look not- at how they're all coming out against me all 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 of the people almost as if it's some sort of conspiracy <laughs> yeah it's like you provoke a reaction and then you're surprised at the reaction that you just provoked and it's like i don't like yeah i mean they're not it's like it's always hard to tell with these people whether they know what they're doing i think they do but yeah, i also ge- do sometimes wonder if they are genuinely that stupid generally they do but i looked at a few of their other tweets and i think this person might actually just be this dumb so yeah. I Sorry. mean, to be a libertarian, Stupid. you have to be, uh, you know, pretty brain dead, I think. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, this, speaking of uh, lacking some cognition, this is mm. a tweet from from a British person. Oh, Helen, God. Helen Gradwell asked, uh, do, Americ- do Americans even like that song? I would like to know. My thoughts go out to everyone just now learning wait. that killers are not British. Oh, wait. What did I? I did the you wrong gotta, one. You got to read the original tweet here. You got to explain. Yeah, it didn't it says, embed right. Helen said, I occasionally wonder if the killers, a band from a sun-scorched desert 5,000 miles away, truly understands why Mr. Brightside is still the last song played in 80% of rain-soaked provincial UK nightclubs 18 years later. And then says, do Americans <laughs> even like that song? I would like to know. Um, it's just like, uh, Okay. <laughs> whatever the, the kill, the, like stunned to learn that the killers aren't british yeah the, the kill, there's a lot of clues in there i don't i don't understand what. yeah they, they talk about like vegas in like literally every other song so um they're from they're from las vegas most people know this about the killers i think yeah uh but, but yeah, absolutely, absolutely amazing that that you know the love. I love the like Americans are ignorant, and now they're trying to tell us we're ignorant about the thing that we made. Which yeah. is just beautiful. Um, I have this other this other uh, thing from a tweet today. Uh, I I got it via Robert Evans on Twitter. Um, but this is a this is like from a Q&A from an anonymous Apple executive commenting on the WGA strike. Um, now, we stand we are critically supportive of the 
critical support for the strike. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. You know, solidarity. The question was, how effective are the WGA memes that contrast the pay of top executives with the rate on the riders? This is the answer from the executive. It's a fine PR move, but it doesn't move the dial in negotiations. Media companies don't see the world that way. You could cut the CEO pay in half, but that doesn't mean the money will end up in the pocket of the riders. This isn't a situation where streaming companies don't appreciate the value of riding in the content ecosystem. We do. But... We will pay the absolute minimum we can. I see people online blaming streaming for all of this, but this is how all businesses work. When a company moves its factory to Mexico or its customer service functions to Costa Rica, it's not personal. It's not because the company's executives hate their employees or don't value them. It's just a simple profit-loss equation. (laughs) And that's that's the case here. (laughs) Streaming platforms are going to pay the least amount they can, writers included. I don't mean to sound like a dick, but writers tend to be smart and love what they do, but they can also think they're the center of the fucking universe. I know that strike is personal for them. I get it. I'd feel the same way, but this is all just numbers for the studios. What's the least amount we can get away with paying and everything? Like, they just spelled it out. Like, yeah. <laughs> all I, and, and it just made me like, I mean, I know I've like known this and said this, but like, I just want to reiterate that like. Nobody can be a successful executive in America and not be a sociopath because you have to look at people and be like, nothing personal. I'm just going to like, you know, screw you over indefinitely. It's it's not that I hate my employees or don't value them. Um, I just don't care if they die. I I am firing all of you to move the factory to a different country where labor is cheaper. Um, But I value you, obviously, uh, tremendously, immensely. You know, it's not personal, even though all of you will be personally affected by my actions. But it's important that I tell myself this, because if I thought about it any other way, I might feel some sort of sense of guilt or obligation. Just the Um, more I think about the state of things like in in, in our like crazy, crazy world, I just think like every every solution is illegal. Every real solution to this problem is illegal. (laughs) The lies capitalism makes you tell yourself to to make it work. Yeah. And this is why we get angry when people like try to tell us like about something cool that uh, that Mr. What's his name? Uh, Mr. Mr. Show, Mr. Big, Mr. What's a Mr. Beast? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. El, el, el Senor Beast. <laughs> el Senor Beast. Uh, or, or one of the, you know, like, oh, look at this rich person do it. No, no, nope. I'm not at nope. that interested. Yeah. Volcano. Throw them in the volcano. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, let's see what we got next year. Oh, um, exciting news, uh, and very exciting because it's pride month. Um, we've now mm-hmm. come full circle to the point where heterosexual marriages are now gay. I, I, um, so this is a tweet from, from a blue check mark, uh, says there's a trend oh. and I think I've only seen it in the last five to six years of grown men crying when they see their bride walking down the aisle. I have to say it is extremely gay. <laughs> Men shouldn't cry at such things. It should be reserved for extreme moments of pain, e.g. death. <laughs> fellas, is this real? Fellas, I just want you to know it's gay for you to uh, see your smoking hot bride and feel a little emotional. That's gay. What are you, turning into some kind of feminist? It's, it's homosexual to marry a beautiful woman now. Uh, <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah. It's so gay to love your wife. It's so gay. It's... This is just like, I don't know. And we'll go with our next one, too. It's like right wing people have completely lost the plot on this because the next one is Mike Cernovich, uh, you know, friend of the show. He says, gorilla culture is woke. Boozing means participating in cultural rot. This is what the left wants. Liquor stores stayed open while gyms and churches shut down. Conservatives don't want to admit this. Couple drinks here and there. Fine. Otherwise woke. It's like. (laughs) What, like the, <laughs> what does this even mean alcohol culture woke co- heterosexual marriage is gay <laughs> the thing is none of this is true but it's a reality they're sort of inventing for themselves so that they can seem or feel i feel like the you know? good news is that these people have so lost the plot that like their ability to influence the wider public is just diminishing precipitously every day like the 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 most like chud conservative people i know are like they don't say things like this and like if you yeah. showed them this they'd be like what? yeah i mean this is like, not obviously saying alcohol culture is woke is not something that's gonna fly with like mega people you know yeah. 
Like that's just ridiculous. But I do, I am imagining Carrie nation, like whacking uh, bottles with a hatchet and saying that it's woke, you know? <laughs> oh, when you think about it, you know, um, it makes sense because who is the most woke founding father, Alexander Hamilton. That's why they have the play about him. What did Alexander Hamilton do? The whiskey tax. So yeah. like, he you know that's (laughs) wait a minute wait that would mean he's anti-woke oh wait oh no my worldview i do do think too that we are sort of replaying the 1920s a bit too and that we're like bringing smoking back (laughs) more than one way (laughs) we're bringing smoking back we're doing temperance and prohibition again you know we're we're um you know imagining men to be super stoic and not emotional and we're like we're like becoming like extremely like um hyper vigilant about anything sexual or like it's just it's like victorian burnout mode yeah i'm just waiting for like the follow-up tweet which is like about how freemasonry is woke you know (laughs) like let's bring that in what else can we bring in here (laughs) yeah next they're gonna next (laughs) next they're gonna go back to uh challenging evolution um, yeah Oh, well, yeah, I mean, they're doing that that already. I mean, they've always been doing that, but it's going to become the thing, you know? Right. Well, that's that's a that's a woke ideology that's in your woke textbooks that we have to take out (laughs) of the classroom. So, yeah. Um, You know, speaking of woke, I really perked up when I saw this man. um, Right. You were familiar with him. I'm I'm, yeah. (laughs) You know, I I wasn't. um, And uh, unfortunately or fortunately, I have learned about. The man who is the he's he's like a an evangelical preacher and life coach, but specifically for car dealership owners. Um, but not not at car dealership owners, literally the salespeople. OK, OK, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, like the bottom rung of people at the dealership. Is so here's the, the kind of here's the kind of. St- so also this man is um he's he's a Jim Jim man that you can tell focuses on. He's doing biceps and pecs. Yeah, he's, he's a bisex doing arm and chest days. Arm and chest men. I cannot tell leg days, though his pants are extremely tight. And his shirt, he's wearing a tight polo shirt, tight like dockers, like chinos, um, as is the uniform, this type of guy. He looks like a potato. Um he has yeah. he has like white guy tan. Uh I don't know. His I, shirt is so tight it appears to have been painted onto him. You know, he has a like, shape. You can see his nipples through it. It's because you know frankly his hair, grotesque. You know his hairline would be like 10x dracula widow's peak um yeah so it's preposterous to me (laughs) so here we go who's got somebody waiting at home for him guess what no more no more leftovers for them no more leftovers don't be a shit bag go home and give them special freaking energy you guys hear me they've been waiting for you go go give them special freaking energy okay no more leftovers (laughs) So this is ostensibly like a seminar to car salesmen, and I'm already lost as to like what the point of this is. <laughs> no, no, no more leftovers. leftovers. No yeah. more leftovers. Give them special freaking energy, okay, Andrew? Mm-hmm. That's you, you, special freaking energy. You guys hear me? They've been waiting for you guys all day long. You get home and you walk in the door. Don't you dare badmouth your your car business. Don't come and say, "Oh, baby, it's a rough day. My manager didn't give me enough for a trade. Had a rollback. This guy didn't have a pay stub. This guy was supposed to bring." Hey, shut up, man. Yeah. Like, is that really? Yeah. That, that's the surprise they get? Yeah. That's who they marry? Yeah. No wonder they don't support you. No wonder they don't want you to stay in the car business. God, I love his hype men in the background. <laughs> Who's got somebody? He's, with- got, he's got like hype men, car salesman yeah. hype men behind him. Right. <laughs> who are both standing the same way. With it's it's their- very interesting for a bunch of professional manipulators to go to a class where they are taught <laughs> to manipulate by someone who is manipulating them. Well, it's know? that thing that like the best liars, be- right. they, they are able to get themselves to believe the lie. And I think that sort of self-delusion leads to you, you being vulnerable to being deluded by these guys. Yeah. Well, you go out and pay, I don't know, it must be thousands of dollars for, for this like training or whatever, like. So this guy will tell you how to be more successful at selling cars because he was a car salesman. But I would point out that he's not 
still a car salesman. <laughs> no, what, this is you the think, thing. Do you, do you think he would be in that business if it made him more money than, than yeah. teaching you how to do it? Like this yeah. is the thing about, especially like I work in education. Um, and this is like my, this is an extremely cynical take, but all of the people who get into administration in teaching are usually teachers that couldn't hack it. And, or people who realize, well, there's no money in this. This is a sucky job. I'm going to get right. out. Do they make the job better? No, it's they're just looking out for number one. They don't care about teaching. They don't care about the students. Like in general, you know what I mean? There's always exceptions, but like, yeah, that's the What's same vibe. Like, why should I listen to you? You do, you obviously got out. <laughs> yeah. What's fascinating. I did a little deep dive on this guy's content and at least the, the, I, I think it's partially that they don't clip any of the actual useful stuff because they don't want to give it away for free. So like all of the videos are just full of these like useless sort of platitude nonsense. You know, it's like you can't none give of away it is, the secrets. None of it's like practical advice. It's just like, you know, this random like self-help <laughs> wellness kind of talk. You've got to you've got to get you've got to, you know, you gotta before you give can, him special freaking energy before you can become the level <laughs> level car salesman. You know what I mean? You've got to go clear. You've got to go through all the different levels, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how evil this stuff is. Yeah. Um, next we have, this is a great one. This is um, a, a lot of NIMBY accounts on Twitter. It's sort of remarkable that like basically whenever anyone who's like aged 40 or above has a grievance with their local area, they make a Twitter account about it and then just <laughs> post about it all day long. Yeah. Uh, this is Barry Street Alliance. It says the toxic chemicals in New York City's Department of Transportation bike lane paint is on thousands of miles of public space contaminating air and water. The paint fades and has to be constantly reused. This is what environmentalism looks like when led by self-dealing politicians and captured government agencies. My toxic bike lane paint. <laughs> that's that's just like, I mean, few understand this, that like, it, you, if you paint stuff, you're actually ruining the environment. And, yeah. and there's no way that people biking and not driving offsets that in any way. It's, it's just hilarious to me how opposed so many people are to bike lanes. And so they will invent the dumbest reasons as to why we can't have them. Yeah. Um, and let's even give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's say they're like actually legitimately concerned about this. They are actually a local group they're not astroturf they're not like wackos like they yeah if you're so deranged no, that you will go to battle like letting the the great be the enemy of good to this extent then then you're you're just as bad you're like functionally just as disruptive and useless as the terrible people that you are you know claiming to to be fighting against right i just it's funny too because like of all the things on the road that you could encounter yeah. um you know like bike lane paint is is definitely not the most toxic thing there's there's brake dust uh <laughs> <laughs> oil <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well you know but it's this is because of woke that they that they paint the things green you know mm -hmm. yeah. that's the woke the woke agenda is what's making them do that and and finally, to close us out, I have uh, a classic of the like, uh, you know, what do we call this, folks? You know, this is like the raw water, raw meat, beef eater kind of um, yeah, na primal, natural primal method. Bro. Yeah. I mean, listen, um, this, the, the username is Soul Bra. Yeah, this is at Soul Bra. Not um, Soul, S-O-U-L, Soul, Soul yeah. like the sun. Says wearing glasses is like wearing training wheels. Over time, your eyes become weaker because they have to work less equals vision gets even worse. You can improve your vision through various natural methods. Don't think you have to rely on glasses or contacts forever. If you stare at a screen all day, no eye movement, expose your eyes to artificial blue light. Don't often get natural sunlight in the eyes. Have a poor diet. Don't eat wild seafood. Then your vision slash eyes will get worse. Glasses or contacts will not fix your eyesight. Tips to improve eyesight naturally over the long term. Regular the eye movement exercises. More natural sunlight. Sun gazing directly at low UV times. How did I call it? <laughs> it's just, you know, listen. Um, 
I think as we mentioned, you know, last uh, episode that, you know, uh, you can think yourself out of any disease and that includes, uh, you know, improving your vision. Just think about, I just, I just love how just all, manifest for yourself. I, I love how vision. all, all wellness culture just like boils down to doing an ableism. Like that's just, it's like the people who's like really deep down, all they want to do is be able to say the N word. These are people who just mm. want to do an ableism so bad. <laughs> I think it's interesting too that wellness has has gone a little bit from like you know oh take these supplements or this weird stuff to like literally they don't have any tangible solutions anymore. It's <laughs> Their just solutions like, are look here, look at the sun. Yeah, move your eyes around, <laughs> stare at the sun. Um, you know, eat more wild seafood. <laughs> It's like great. Oh man! We don't even like. We don't even. This is how bankrupt our cultures. We don't even have solution, fake solutions anymore. So. so bad. They don't even have snake oil to sell you. All they can sell you is looking <laughs> at the sun. It's so the snake oil is expensive. You know? <laughs> have you seen it? Have you heard about inflation on snake oil? Man, it's uh, it's not. The it's snakes not really are protected too anymore. because of woke. So yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> um. Now today's Weirdpedia mm-hmm. is is an interesting thing. It's a, a they just Wikipedia has some cool articles. This one is the for the idiom or comparison apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. So out of those familiar with this is when you're comparing things that people are taking as similar, but you're saying you know they really are different. Like apples and oranges are different. They're both right. fruit, however, they're different kinds of fruit. Okay. Yeah. Even though you can draw um, lots of parallels between apples and oranges for the purpose of the r- r- rhetorical purpose. You, right. To point out a yeah. false analogy is what right. it's for. Um, I'm well this- actually in this. <laughs> actually, they're quite similar. <laughs> um, actually, <laughs> if you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, there. So the, what the cool part of this article is the variance section. Mm-hmm. So apparently this idiom is not unique to English. Sort of- apples and oranges multiverse as it were right so in quebec <laughs> french quebecois quebec quebecois yeah. hong 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 they say <laughs> they say <laughs> which is to compare Com- apples and oranges avec des oranges. <laughs> <laughs> to compare apples with oranges yeah, uh, the the European French says to compare apples and pears, so it's or de or I like this one to compare cabbages and carrots. <laughs> In Latin, Latin American Spanish, it is usually to compare potatoes and sweet potatoes. I just want to say, like, what? No, that's <laughs> no wrong way, wrong direction. <laughs> or compare um, pears with apples. Okay, that pears one. with apples yeah. seems to be a common one. I want to just point you to the um <laughs> to the Romanian version, which is I don't know how to pronounce this, like Baba Shi Mitriera or something. Uh-huh. But it's the grandmother and the machine gun. <laughs> Nothing has now been that is, more Baltic, Roman, more Romanian, more. <laughs> those two things are actually quite different. So I applaud them for that. Yeah. They like just went hard in, in both directions. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then in Serbian, it's comparing grandmothers and toads, which is very good. Um, in Russian, the phrase to compare warm and soft is used. In Argentina, the common question is en que ser pasaron el amor y el ojo del hacha, del hacha. What do love and the eye of an axe have in common? Mm. That's, whoa. Colombia is similar, though more rude version is common, which is uh, to confuse shit with ointment. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, mm. Colombians. Mm. Uh, yeah. Polish, what has is gingerbread for a windmill? What that isn't. What is it in Chinese? Mm. Let's look for Chinese. Horses and cattle won't mate with each other. It's <laughs> that's. I mean, yeah. true enough, man. Yeah. So, uh, Wikipedia continues giving us. I'm just gonna start saying. Well, this is comparing grandmothers and machine guns, and then one day someone's gonna be like, oh, "Are you from Romania?" Mm. <laughs> and it'll yeah. have all been worth it. Uh, it also just says here too in Portuguese they compare oranges with bananas, which is also very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, finally, we've talked a lot 
in past seasons about bowls, bowl-based foods. Yeah, yeah. Universal we're on basic that, we're bowl. We're on that bowl grind set, universal basic bowl. Uh, we support bowl-based foods. We think they're the best. Um, yeah. And so when I saw this tweet from P.E. Moskowitz, I knew, you know, it's we're all on board. It says here, we forget that the U.S. used to mainly be a plate country. Order a salad at a restaurant, it'd come on a plate. Now there are entire restaurants devoted to bowl-based food. Just one example of progress we've made as bowls are obviously superior to plates. We can never go back. Yeah, I mean, that's just like... Yes! Yes! Yeah. Full support. Full support. It's progress. I mean, what what is a bowl other than a plate with a retaining wall, you know? Yeah, there's, there's almost no instance now that I can think of where I prefer a plate to a bowl and and the technology of the the saucer bowl kind of situation mm, has become mm-hmm. more co- i just bought some of these the other week because you know i i just enjoy them at restaurants it's just perfect for almost everything you have a lip so stuff doesn't fall off you have a part that's flat so stuff's not rolling around but you have depth so that you can put something that's liquid or wet in there it's just yeah you know and I feel like something too is that plates have become flatter over time as well, which makes them more <laughs> precarious to use for things. Like, folks, they're making the plates flatter. <laughs> <laughs> this is my, you know, the toilets are, are are worse, low flow toilets, and the plates are too flat. You can't, you know, you can't put anything. It'll just slide right off. It'll spill right off. Yeah these you these know? days the plates the plates have no friction. Plates are, used to plates used to have a little bit of a lip to them or like a slight incline, and now they're just, they're just perfectly like flat. flat planes. Yeah. You can use them to cut things. I mean, this but is God the downfall. God forbid you put anything wet on them; it'll just slide right off. You know? Yeah, living in America. <laughs> That's right. why you need a bowl. <laughs> yeah. I think I think we both agree. Clap for that, you stupid bastard. I have no idea what I'm doing. I was not prepared for this. I'm trying and I'm learning. Thank you for your patience. There's so many mistakes I have already made, but I'm working to be better day by day. And I think I'm gonna make it, but for now I'll say I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing.